Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Uh, we are now on part 9 of our series on Revelation, which we entitled The Endgame Story of God. <clears throat> Because this is the story of God. And uh, what have we learned so far from, from our series? We learned that the book of Revelation is really from God. Okay? Because it is written by God about His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? And uh, the purpose of Revelation or the message of the Re Revelation was addressed to the churches through John the Beloved by an angel. Okay, what is the key message for the end time church in this book of Revelation? What is the end time message for the, uh, what is the key message for the end time believers? Okay, it is what? It is to remain faithful in the face of overwhelming persecution or, or <laughs> you know, trials, right? So, okay, let's begin the review. Uh, I'd like to uh, read Revelation 1, 1 to verse 3. It says, uh, The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants, was what must take, uh, what must soon, okay, take note of that, what must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant, John. Okay, so remember, the revelation of who? Of Jesus Christ, which God gave him. So the author of this story is God himself, which, which he passed on to his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord Jesus Christ would like the churches to know, okay? You know, the, the Lord wanted us to see, okay, what's ahead, okay? The, I mean, and so the Lord sent his angel so that John could see future events. That is why the book of Revelation is very important. Okay, let's, let's uh, continue to in uh, verse 2. It says, Who testifies to everything he saw, referring to John, that is the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. So the book of Revelation is a testimony. By who? By our Lord Jesus. Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ. So, should we take the book of Revelation lightly? No. Why? If testimony of people are important to us, if you watch the news and, and somebody there is giving a report, and you think the, the report is important because, you know, it, it, it's about what's going on, etc. Well, this is more important than that. You know why? Because this is news in advance. Right? <laughs> and it says in verse 3, let me finish this one. Verse 3 says, Blessed is the one who reads. Blessed is the one who what? Who reads aloud the words of this prophecy. Now I'm reading this to you. And it says, And blessed are those who hear it. Okay? And take to heart what is written in it. So you are blessed also, you know. I'm blessed because I'm 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 sharing it, I'm reading it aloud, okay? That's what verse 3 says, and blessed are those who hear it and take it to heart. 
I hope you are listening well. Okay. And it says you're blessed also if you're doing that now. And why? It says because the time is near. When was this revealed to John? Almost 2,000 years ago. And almost 2,000 years ago, the scripture already said that because the time is what? Near. 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 Okay? I hope you can uh, internalize or digest that word because the time is near. If it is near then, during the time of John, how much nearer is you know this uh, prophecy today wow wow you know if you if the eyes of your heart hearts are open to the voice of the lord you understand that we may be living it now okay because you see you know i just i just want to give you uh, a point it is very obvious that a lot of uh, uh, eschatological or, I mean, end-time prophecies, you know, they, 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 we see them before our eyes happening. So, are we, are we <laughs> here? Are we on it? I mean, is it happening? You know, what do you think? I believe we need to pay attention to what is really going on in our world today, you know? And uh, we, we, we must not slack. Uh, every, that, uh, and thinking that everything will just go back to normal just, just like that. But you see, well, I will uh, finish with that uh, thing later. We need to, <laughs> we need to finish the review first okay so the time is near all right all right so this is important okay again because uh, it is god himself who wrote the story about the lord jesus christ which he passed on to his son okay and was revealed to john the beloved at patmos by an angel again it is addressed to who the churches to give us to give them a heads up or an advanced information or a precaution or a warning that something is going to happen, okay? So that we who are part of the church, of the body of Christ, can prepare, okay? Can prepare for it. So, now, I uh, last week, we tackled Revelation 13. You know, I know that that is deep and serious. And I told you that um, there are events that has to take place before that uh, part of prophecy will come to pass. So, uh, but I, I also, uh, you know, my plan for today is to you know, to, to discuss Revelation 14, 15, 17. But the thing is, I, I realized that there's a lot of element in Revelation 13 that I need to review. That's why it's like today is partly Revelation 13 
uh, the continuation. <laughs> okay? So, but let's just review Revelation 13 for a bit. Okay? So, you, you have a better picture now. If you watch the previous episode, which is last week's preaching online, uh, you have a, a better understanding or a uh, foundation to what I am going to uh, mention today. Okay? Revelation 13 verse 14, it says, Because of the signs it was given power to perform on behalf of the first beast, it deceived the inhabitants of the earth. Okay, this is referring to the second beast. It ordered them to set up an image in honor. Look, huh? in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. The second beast was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast uh, so that the image could speak the image could speak okay the image is the one uh, the, the the one that is mentioned in the bible as the abomination that will cause devastation or desolation okay so look that did not happen before you know why because they don't have the state of the art technology to to create an image or an idol or that, that can walk, that can talk, and that can kill. Okay, so it's like a uh, mechanical uh, electronic thing that can think. Okay, so it says, uh, so that the image could speak and cause all who refuse to worship the image to be killed. Can you imagine this? How, what kind of idol that people worship if you don't bow down to this image to this state-of-the-art idol it will kill you okay it will literally kill you now look i am not inventing this this is not my opinion this is not my message this is just you know this is raw coming from scriptures okay verse 16 it says and it also forced all people great and small rich and poor free and slave to receive a mark on their right hands and on their foreheads or i'm sorry or on their foreheads not end or so either you receive a mark on your hands on your hand or on your you know you want it placed on your forehead now so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark which is the name of the beast or the number of its name this calls for so, sorry, this calls for wisdom. Let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. The number that number is six hundred sixty-six. Okay, so you must understand. Uh, let me uh, give you a um, um, what's the flow or how how is this being done? Okay, so first the conditioning stage. There is what we call a conditioning stage. Okay, the conditioning stage is to enslave the world through a basic needs, need of men. Okay, like using a monetary system that will culminate, that will uh, climax, or that will end up, that will uh, that will result, that will okay f from that system to a digital or cashless system because that becomes a need okay without it you cannot 
merchandise. You cannot buy, you cannot sell, right? So now, just, you know, in our world today, uh, money is very important. That's why people work, they look for a job because money is important, okay? Now, but that thing will, uh, will, uh, will transform, will be, you know, there's going to be an advancement, there's going to be a, a development. It will develop into a digital system, okay? Uh, once the world is enslaved to the monetary system, they cannot resist the mark of the beast that comes along with a microchip for uh, global commerce. So there's going to be a different commerce in the coming days, in the future, uh, by, uh, during the time when this Revelation 13 will be, uh, will come to pass, will materialize. Okay, so um, listen, listen. Like I said, there are uh, landmarks or major events that will take place in our planet before that time will happen. Okay, what you're seeing now is not Revelation 13. Okay, so the point is I am preaching about uh, things that will, you know, happen in the near future. Okay, um, okay, so remember, I think two Sundays ago or three Sundays ago, we discussed on Revelation 11. Okay, 11 and then 12 and then 13 and now 14. Now listen, uh, we, I mentioned with you uh, that in chapter 11, there's going to be another temple, the third temple. So that's the, the landmark that we are, you know, looking at, okay? So we're keeping an eye on Israel because everything will happen there, <laughs> okay? That's the basis. That's the time clock of God, Israel, okay? Um, all right, so, so the thing is... Uh, uh, verse 16, um, in summary, is the global uh, of uh, verse 16 of chapter 13. <laughs> There's a global totalitarian, and so the mark is uh, mon mandatory, and is placed under either on their what forehead or hands, right hand. And by requiring the mark, or by making the mark uh, mandatory. The Antichrist will persecute Christians. Because why? Because he knows that Christians will not <laughs> take the mark of the beast unless, you know, the Christian will apostate or will abandon the faith or will, will deny Christ or will, um, will betray the Lord Jesus Christ. If that's the case, then that person will renounce his faith. Because th that's the only thing, okay? Uh, the, 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 you only have two options. Either you, you are a betrayer or at, uh, either you're a traitor or a loyal follower of Christ. So think about that, okay? Now, the thing is, uh, uh, like I said, this is the, the highest level and uh, the, the, where the beasts have the ground to persecute or execute or martyr a lot of Christians because it became a law, a mandatory law to receive the mark of the beast. So if you don't receive the mark of the beast, the second beast, remember, 
this will be uh, implemented uh, during the time of the second beast, which is in the middle of the last seven years. Now, now listen. So that is not now. That that that's not for today. Okay, but but listen. Listen, this is very important. What about the first three and a half years of the seven years? The first half of the seven years uh, peace treaty, uh, false peace. Okay. Uh, what about that? Are, are Christians persecuted? Yes. They are persecuted also, even without the mandatory mark of the beast. Even without the mandatory uh, microchipping. Okay. Without, without that, Still, Christians will be persecuted. Now, now look. Let us read Revelation 13, verse 4, and then verse 7 and 8. Okay? Let me read that to you. It says, People worship the dragon, or the devil, because he had given authority to the beast. And they also worship the beast and ask, Who is like the beast? Who can wage war against it? So, this beast is a warrior. Okay? He's, um, he is a, um, he's a warrior, okay? He's a man of war. I mean, he's a man of war. So he will gain power through military, okay? Uh, verse 7, it says, It was given power to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. You see, he will wage war also to you know to, to to God's people to God's holy people to, to to the Israelites okay and to conquer them and of course we read in uh, Revelation 12 the devil was not only against the Jews the Jewish people but he is also he will go after Christians who hold to the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ okay so you read that that's in Revelation 12 so meaning to say that the beast is going to wage war against Christians also, okay? And it was given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. It's going to be a global thing, okay? So this has not happened, uh, th this never happened before. So if you think the book of Revelation was already, has come to pass already, that is wrong. You know why? Because there is not a government that controlled the whole world. But if you read Revelation 13, okay, it's very clear that this government is going to be a totalitarian government, a dictator government, dictatorship government, but it's it's going its influence, its control is going to be global. Global, okay? And in verse 8 it says, All inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast. Okay? All whose names have not been written in the Lamb's book of life, the Lamb who was slain from the creation. So meaning to say one of the elements that we can observe during the reign of the first beast, the first half, is that the people from every tribe, uh, the, uh, language, and nation will worship the beast. This is the highest form of respect. Okay? So, Meaning, if you don't pay the highest level of respect, you don't pay honor, or, or you don't worship the beast, you will be persecuted, okay? You will be imprisoned or you will be martyred. You will be tortured, okay? Why? Because you disrespect the government of the beast, 
Okay, so like again, I said the Bible prophesied of a new system of commerce to which the whole world, okay, the entire world will be forced to comply. Okay, and this new system of commerce appears to be a, um, a good idea. Of course, it's a good idea because it promises a, a better technology. In fact, for our, it's for our good, okay? It's, uh, it's more convenient, right? It promises better technology, a cashless society. It is more convenient since consumers or buyers like us no longer need to carry cash with us okay no more cash you know hard cash no more you don't need to you know count your coins and carry it in your bag you know nothing nothing of that okay of those things it those um, paper money coins will be obsolete okay it's gonna be like uh, uh, age of the dinosaurs <laughs> i'm sorry that's exaggerated so thing is uh, it sounds good, but it's a trick because you, you will be pledging allegiance to an antichrist government because the Bible declares that this leader, this one leader, this dictator who will dictate, who will control the whole world is an antichrist. He is a person who will blaspheme God. He, he is against God. He's, he's going to, uh, uh, you know, Name it. You, I mean, every foul language, bad mouthing God and, and uh, cursing God, he will do it. Okay? And he's allowed to do it for 42 months. That's what the Bible says. So the, the first beast is going to do that. And so he, you know, he thinks highly of himself. He thinks that he's God. That's why, you know, he wanted to be God. That's why he enters the temple and declares himself to be God and change everything. What, what, what do we mean by uh, uh, changing everything? Okay, first, uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. First, He's going to establish peace and safety. Okay? <clears throat> you read Daniel, read Revelation. He's going to establish peace and safety. And some calls it, other preachers calls it a, a, a culture of tolerance. Okay? Um, and he's going to establish a one-world government, a, a cashless global economic system. Okay? Or, and a one-world religion. Okay? And then, that is before... Before switching it to a beast worship, okay, and beast socio-economic system that requires the mark. So that will be the time that, uh, that this uh, Revelation 13, okay, you, you will really see it coming to pass before your eyes. So again, before that mark of the beast will be mandatory, there's a lot of things that will happen first. Okay, again, there's going to be peace and safety. There's going to be a treaty. He is going to strengthen a, a covenant for, for seven years. It's going, there, there's going to be peace, no wars, etc. He's, he's like the Messiah. He's like the Savior. You know, he's going to save the world from the economic crisis, you know, the food crisis. All those crises must happen. Okay, so that uh, he 
That is his entrance so that he will be embraced and accepted so that the, 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 the one system that he will offer is going to be more attractive to the world. Okay, so what is wrong with that? That is, I think, you know, it's very convenient. The, the digital system is very con convenient. The same thing, go back to Genesis 3, when, uh, when the devil said, Oh, you will not surely die, you see. Uh, it, 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 what is wrong with eating a fruit that is, that is good to the eyes, you know? And, uh, and, but you see the lie there. The devil said, you will not surely die. Indeed, when they ate, when Adam and Eve ate of the fruit, they did not die right there and then. The, 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 it was not like that. But remember, God, when God created us, death was not part of his creation. Okay, so Adam and Eve doesn't have to die. They, they, they ought to live. They were designed, created to live forever. Okay, but when they ate of it, there is what we call delayed death. Okay, delayed death. So you see, the devil is so deceitful. Uh, he will tell something. He is going to oppose the, the word of God. He's going to oppose the will of God. But he has a plan. And that's why the Lord Jesus Christ said he is the father of lies. He's been lying from the beginning. And, 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 um, and he is here to kill, steal, and destroy. That is his mission. Okay? The, the mission of the devil. But Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. That's why we're telling people, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Okay? So you can receive life. Come to Jesus. All right? Um, all right. So, guys, uh, that's why the Lord Jesus Christ said in John chapter 3, you must be born again. Okay? So that's the key. If you want to be saved, guys, if you want, there's no secured place. You, we are not secured in this world right now, in this fallen world, uh, because of sin. Chaos. You know, it has brought chaos to our world. So this is a fallen world. Everything is, uh, is subject to decay. Okay? Nothing is forever in, the, in this uh, realm right now until the Lord Jesus Christ will make everything new. And so, uh, if you want to be saved, you want to live forever with God in, 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 a, in a true, loving, uh, joyful, is a blissful place and uh, experience and uh, it's gonna be forever okay you need jesus you need the lord jesus says you must be born again okay so so that's it so i just gave you hope you must be born again okay uh, don't don't be scared about our topics okay as long as you're born again <laughs> We will all be with the Lord forever. All right? So that's the, the solution, friends. The Lord, uh, you must be born again. Okay. So once again, uh, at the first part, uh, still uh, rev uh, reviewing uh, Revelation 13. First three and a half years, Christians will be persecuted because Christians will not bow down to the leadership or to the government of the beast. 
Okay, so they they are going to be the the rebels at that time. You know, uh, they will be charged that you are in rebellion. You are not submissive to the government. But what government? Uh, no, I'm not referring to the Philippine government. I don't believe that the Antichrist is a Filipino. No, I I don't believe that the Antichrist will come from the Philippines. No, it's not. It's not that, and it's not gonna happen because the Antichrist is not. Uh, from the Philippines, okay? The Antichrist will be coming from, you have to read the book of Daniel, okay? So so that uh, you know where he is coming from, okay? Uh, so again, uh, the, the, the good part, the, 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 go, uh, the latest technology that, the, that this this system will offer is is um, it's a good thing okay and um, um, but the 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 bait okay that's the bait okay the bait is the convenience the bait is the you don't need to carry cash anymore uh, that's the bait you know go back to genesis 3 okay so the devil you know lies and uh, he uses that bait to deceive, you know, deception is is the masterpiece of the devil, and and right now uh, the bait do, in Genesis three the bait was the fruit, the forbidden fruit. Okay, the forbidden fruit was the bait, and it's good in the eye, and it's good for for food, right? It's good to eat, but the Lord said, do not eat that. You can eat the fruit from any tree in the garden except okay but not from the fruit of the tree in the uh, in the middle of the garden okay so here's the thing the bait is no longer a fruit the bait is the mark the bait is the uh, is the cashless global economic system you know you cannot do transaction without the 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 marking you know in your hands and in your forehead uh, you, you cannot buy or sell so you know convenience is it convenient it is it better yes but that is the bait <laughs> okay because the real thing okay if that is the bait what is the the real the, the main issue behind this decept deception the issue is this the mark means a pledge of allegiance to the Antichrist global government. Okay? Remember, it's not about the technology. It's not about the good thing. It's not about the advancement of, you know, it's not about the betterment of life, you know, making life better. It's not about that. It is about your allegiance. Okay? Are, are you loyal to God of, in heaven or will you be loyal to the, to the beast or to the God who will control the whole world in the last days in the near future so it is not now again that this is the reason why i'm preaching this now because this is not now okay <laughs> this thing that i am sharing with you today is not something that is happening now but we believe although it is a prophecy meaning it will come to pass okay in its time Okay, in the proper time. Maybe not today. I don't know when, but it will culminate to that time. Because I believe whatever the Bible says, every prophecy in Scripture 
will come to pass. Okay? It will surely come to pass. So now, why am I sharing this? I am sharing this because I believe the church need to prepare. Okay? I don't want Christians to be ignorant uh, and then you'll be shocked and, 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 and you know some of you may be confused and make the wrong decision. Especially those who are not walking in the spirit. Okay? Those who are uh, those who are uh, what do we call this? Uh, those who uh, ignore the Holy Spirit. And, 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 and because you're walking in the flesh in, you know, you're, you don't repent from your sinful ways. And so your heart becomes calloused. And, and you cannot hear from God. You cannot hear the conviction of God. So the whole time, you know, the Holy Spirit cannot, you know, speak to you because you're ignoring Him. And, 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 and it gets to the point where your heart is hardened and you, you cannot discern the shalom of the Lord or not. Okay? So... If that's the case, you need to hear this. <laughs> that's why. That's why I'm. Uh, I'm risking my 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 repetition, my life. You know, I, I believe many Christians will not like me for for telling them the truth. You know, many many Christians. Uh, I'm ready that uh, many Christians will. Uh, it's not the uh, not only that they will not like me that they will. Uh, avoid me, okay? They don't want to be friends with me because uh, they fear for their lives. Because you know, I I I, I talk, I speak without uh, uh, what do you call this? I mean, uh, I just want to remind and warn the church about what's gonna happen according to the Bible. This is not according to me. Okay, so I am not doing this for myself. I'm doing this for the family of God. Okay, I want to, we want, I believe God has called us to prepare the church. That's why I, I in fact, I worry. Sometimes, I don't know if it is called worry, but I think about some pastors who are, who are reluctant to talk about end-time prophecies. They, they, they just want to preach positive things, good things, you know. Uh, oh, everything's going to be all right. And, you know, we will be back to normal soon because this is going to end, and etc., etc. Now think about the uh, analogy uh, that Jesus used to liken, you know, to, to compare the, the, the beginning of birth pains. Okay, remember the, the prophecy of Jesus in Matthew 24 and Mark chapter 13 and Luke chapter 31. He said that when you see these signs, okay, the earthquakes, the pandemics, the, the famine, the, you know, things like, you know, the deception, the, we are, at, then you know that we are, that's the beginning of sorrows. It's about the birth pain. The, the world is going through a birth pain. Now, you ask every pregnant mother, you know, those who are about to deliver a child, okay, uh, their babies. Um, ask them. Once the birth pains, you know, uh, once it begins, you know, once they begin to experience birth pains, does it go away easily? No, it will not. 
It yeah, okay, from time to time on and off pain, right? No, uh, I just know it. Okay, I did not experience that. <laughs> My wife did, but but I, one thing I know, the the birth pain will not totally go away. The the mother will will not experience the normal life. Okay, not until the child is uh, born. Okay. Not until the child is born. So, the same thing, my friends. The same thing. Okay? You, you must understand uh, where all of this uh, is, is leading. But, uh, but that's it. You know, today the issue uh, in addressing the, the global pandemic is, like, for example, this is an example. Are you vaccinated or not? Or, or are you pro-vax or anti-vax? Okay? Uh, but that is nothing to 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 the prophecy in scriptures because whether you're vaccinated or not th- that's that's not the thing okay what is the thing okay because uh, the world when the world begins to align okay that was prophesied that's why we're telling you the uh, uh, we're 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 teaching you in this series about what's going to happen there's going to be a global alliance that will form up. Okay, remember in the vision, uh, the ten horns representing the ten kings, which has those horns have crowns on their heads. Okay, you have to study the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter seven, nine, uh, nine, uh, seven, eight, and nine and twelve. Okay, read that. Very important. Um, in Revelation uh, chapter, yeah, twelve and thirteen. So y- you understand that it it was prophesied that the kings, okay, nations, the the the, the there are ten kings that is gonna form up, okay. So so the point is, there will come a time in Revelation chapter thirteen, the first beast will require honor, he will require loyalty, he will require allegiance. And that he causes the people of the world to worship him. Okay? They will worship the dragon and they will worship the what? The beast. That is Revelation 13 verse 4 and verse 7 and verse 8. Okay? You read that. There's going to be a global, okay, reverence or respect. So, let's just say they will remove uh, Christian... Uh, pictures or, or or emblems in the church and then replace it with the picture of whoever the beast is, the first beast. So we don't know that yet because the beast has not appeared yet. So again, I am not talking in about the now thing. I am talking about uh, something that will happen in the near future. Okay, So they, they could do that. It could happen, but that is just my... Uh, my, uh, my uh, what do you call this? Just my idea. Okay, maybe. That's that's a maybe. Just to give you an example. Okay, so so the thing is, uh, you, you must understand that uh, I am not, again, referring to the Philippine government because I don't believe that the the antichrist you know the person the 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 specific person the antichrist is a filipino it's not a filipino he's not gonna come from the philippines we belong to the third world country so 
you have to look up to the first world countries, okay? <laughs> Somewhere from, from those nations, okay, the beast will arose and, um, and uh, he will lead the world. So when that time happens, then you know that this Revelation 13 could happen also. So now uh, uh, if you combine Daniel and Revelation, it is clear that the fourth kingdom will establish the three main things, right? A global government, a global economy, and a global religion. So that time, friends, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, the beast will try to, what? The Bible says the beast will try to set times and change the set times and laws or to set new rules and morality. Okay, they, they're going to dictate what is right and what is wrong. Okay, so they will pass laws. Even right now, there are laws that are being passed, okay, about things that is abominable to the Lord, to the Word of God. So just like that, okay, but that is not it yet. Because uh, the Bible says when lawlessness is at its maximum level or completed, <laughs> then you'll see that the, the man of perdition will, will appear. Okay, but that is only when the restrainer is taken out of the way. That's what the Bible says. So, but during that time, you know, uh, they're going to set, they're going to dictate what is right and what is wrong. Contrary, of course, it's always contrary to the laws of God. Okay? And uh, uh, set new rules or set new protocols where Christianity is wrong or where Christianity is obsolete, where Christianity is a sin. You know, just being a Christian, you will be hated. No, did I say that? No, the Lord Jesus Christ said, you will be hated by the nations because of me. Okay, so, so the issue at that time is not, not about are you vax or not vax? Are you pro-vax or uh, uh, anti-vax? No, that, that is not the issue. The issue is... At that time, okay, are you pro-government or anti-government? Why? Because, you know, you understand that this government is the government of the fourth beast. Where he wants to exercise total control of world. Uh, uh, he's going to be the solution for leadership crisis, for food crisis, for economic crisis, for, for all the crisis. Okay, for health crisis, for... For, for you know peace, because the, the, the uh, he's going to end the wars. You see, so he's really gonna come. He's gonna be introduced and be accepted and be embraced as a hero, as a man of the hour, as a person who will save the world from all the the crisis. Okay, so. Uh, uh huh. So that's it. But when that happens, we will see apostasy. People who will deny Christ, people who will walk away from the Lord, apostasy will continue and it's going to cause us pain in the heart. But I just want you to settle it in your heart that when that happens, you know, be sure that it was not something that just happened without the Lord knowing it. So the Lord, you know, 
the Lord has given us uh, wisdom, uh, I mean, information in advance. So we, we, we can prepare our hearts that, well, it was written, okay? And, and uh, that one, that, that person who will arise from the earth who's going to be a savior of mankind at that time is not the one that we're waiting for. Because the one that is waiting for will come after the false one, okay? The false Messiah will come and then the real Messiah will come, okay? And, and then all this persecution and all of these um, signs of the times, uh, the beginning of source, the source, the things that will cause grief in the hearts of men, they must all take place before the King of Kings will appear in the sky. Uh, and we're excited about the return of our King, okay? And it does seem to be, uh, to, to be getting close, right? Because every fulfillment of the end-time prophecies draws us closer to the end. Uh, but, Here's my advice to my fellow brethren, to you know, to all of you Christians. It, actually, Revelation is for the Christians, okay? <laughs> it is for the non-believers too, but it is mainly for the churches, okay? So listen up. Let us use the years we have left, the remaining years we have, okay? I don't know what age you are uh, right now, how old are you, but you know, as long as you're alive, okay? So let us use the years we have left to call others, you know, to come to Jesus, you know, to let's preach the gospel, okay? Let us prepare the church for the coming of the Lord. And let us not be fearful, friends. Remember uh, Revelation 21.8, but the unbelieving, the fearful, the cowardly, okay, that's another version, the cowardly, their place will be what? You, you have to read Revelation 21.8 because now it's getting more significant why it says, but the cowardly. You know, there, there's a lot of people who will be afraid of, the, of, of men, fear of men. But you know what? God in heaven is more powerful, okay? Uh, there's no one like Him. So whatever is happening right now, remember this. You don't need to fear, okay? Fear God. Fear God. All right. So now Revelation 14, okay? That's a long introduction. I think uh, that's a very important introduction. <laughs> a, a very important review from uh, Revelation uh, 13. Uh, but before I read to you about the three angels in Revelation 14, who will be heard, okay, by the whole world? Okay, that's a, that's a good thing. And uh, I want to mention to you first another landmark event after the rebuilding of the third temple, okay? But this is going to be your assignment, okay? So that is the, the state of the art image, okay? The abomination that will cause desolation, okay? Will lead to the coming of the Lord. So where can you find that? You can read that in Daniel chapter 12, okay? 
Daniel chapter 12. So again, uh, since Revelation 11, uh, I don't know what what part is that in our series, Revelation 11? Uh, it's part 6, okay? Part uh, 6 of this series on the end game story of God. Okay, so... Friends, ladies and gentlemen, Daniel chapter 12 gives us exactly the chronological order of the second coming of Christ. You know, the harvest, the, 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 the um, resurrection, thing like, things like that. So I suggest you read 1st, 2nd Thessalonians chapter 2 and then Daniel chapter 12 and then Matthew 24 and Luke, Luke chapter 21. Okay, you will see how all of this uh, prophecy, okay. Um, um, you will see the connection, all right. Um, so it, this is the summary, okay. I, I'm, I'm going to give you a short explanation to that, uh, to those passages of scripture that we just uh, mentioned to you. Okay, first there's going to be a rebellion, and then okay, this is from Second Th uh, Thessalonians chapter two, okay. Rebellion, and then the apostasy. And then the restrainer will be what? Taken out of the way. And then the Antichrist will appear. Okay? He has to appear before they can what? Rebuild the third temple. Of course, you know, there is a ceremony that uh, must take place in order to do the purification thing. To purify to the, 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 the priest and etc. Okay? So... And then after the abomination that will cause desolation, which is in the middle of the, the seven-year period uh, tribulation, uh, of course, we know that the second half will be the mark of the beast. So that is why a lot of ministers believe that, you know, you know in the Christian community, there's a lot of people that are so afraid that the, the, the vaccination could be the, the mark of the beast. I, I think uh, that is not true. Because uh, if you read the scriptures, uh, there, you know, the, there's a lot of uh, events that uh, precedents that will lead to that. But that is, that will be in the future where uh, the, um, the, 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 the beast, okay, the beast has to, will have to appear first okay uh, he's going to be revealed and he's going to demand respect he's going to demand submission he's going to demand uh, honor okay and worship okay so if you don't pledge allegiance to him then you will be persecuted that's it and and you know that that is the false Christ that is the false Messiah that uh, and he will demand worship in the middle of the seven-year period so the thing is this okay rebellion apostasy restrainer will be taken up the way and then the Antichrist will appear then then the third temple will be revealed and then the abomination that will cause desolation which is in the middle of the uh, uh, middle of the seven-year period and then after that of course the with that during that time with the marking of the beast so the abomination that will cause desolation and the marking of the the mark of the beast okay and the mandatory mark of the beast and then after that oh friends ladies and gentlemen the bible says the sun will be darkened the moon will not give its light 
And then the King of Kings will appear, coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Hallelujah. That's the second coming. Okay. The rapture, I do not know when because the rapture will all depend on the timing of God. Okay. When he says it's time, it's time. So uh, let us not talk about the rapture in this series. Let's just focus uh, on the second coming because that is very clear. But the rapture, it can, you know, the, the Lord has raptured a lot of people even before. Okay. Uh, in the Old Testament, there, there, there were people, individuals, the, the Lord has raptured, you know. So, so I, I tell you, it's not impossible for God to, to you know, to take you ahead. <laughs> and I hope so, okay? I, I just hope so. I just hope so, friends. I, Okay, so, and then after that, then the resurrection, the harvest, the meeting of the saints in the air. That's the reunion, okay? Uh, so again, I, I, I started with 2 Thessalonians 2, and then I ended up with 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. But you have to combine all of those scriptures together, referring to the same thing, so that you have an idea the, about the chronological order of this Event. So you have a landmark, okay? So you have, again, the time clock of God is Israel, okay? So he gives us the prophecy, this is what's going to happen, so keep an eye on Israel, okay? Look at what's happening there. And if you understand prophecies, you know that uh, deception is coming, okay, to the Jewish people. And then, then, and, and in the middle of the three and a half years, their eyes will be open. <laughs> they will realize that they are betrayed, and it's not the it's not the Messiah that they're really seeking. Okay, so read Matthew twenty four twenty nine to thirty one, and that you know I'm excited about that because after the third temple. You know, the abomination that will cause desolation. And then after that, what's the next part? The next part is immediately. Okay, Matthew 24, 29. I, let me read that. <laughs> I'm so excited that I cannot uh, skip. Okay, I, I, I plan to... Anyway, let's just read that. Matthew 24, 29 says, Immediately after the distress of those days. In other versions, it says, Immediately after the tribulation. Okay, in those days. The sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky, and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. Verse 30. Then will appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then all peoples of the earth will mourn when they see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Of course, some will mourn because they're terrified. Some will mourn because they're so excited. They've been waiting for this day. They say, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And then verse 31 says, and he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the four winds and the, from the ends of the heavens to the other. Now, Revelation chapter 14 talks about that thing. It talks about this. 
there's gonna be a harvest. When the Son of Man appears, He's going to instruct the harvesters to harvest the earth. Okay? So, that's it. Now, now again, uh, Luke 21, 27 to 28. Now, it says, At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, it says, Stand up! Okay? Stand up! Lift up your heads! Because your redemption is drawing near. Luke chapter 21 verses 27 to 28. Isn't that exciting, friends? Hallelujah. Meaning to say, yes, the, 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 the prophecy says that there's going to be persecution, there's going to be shakings, there's going to be difficult times, uh, uh, and uh, oppression, okay, from, from a global government. It's going to happen because that's what the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation says that it's not happening. It's uh, that is something uh, in the near future. Okay, let's just say it that way. Now, okay, but here's the thing: every fulfillment of the prophecies draws us closer to the end. Okay, so Revelation fourteen, the three angels. Then I saw another angel flying in mid-air, verse 6. And he had the eternal gospel pro to proclaim to those who live on the earth. To every nation, tribe, language, and people. He said in a loud voice, Fear God and give Him glory, because the hour of His judgment has come. Worship Him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. Now, listen, guys. There is going to be a day, come a time, there's going to come a time when an angel, okay, from God, flying in midair, okay, and will proclaim the gospel, okay? He's going to introduce who Jesus is, who, who God is, okay? He said, fear God and give Him glory. Because the hour of his judgments come, worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. This is referring to the one true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There's no other God like him. Okay? And he's going to, you know, uh, he's going to get the attention of the people, every nation, tribe, language, and people. Okay, all those who live on the earth. That's what the Bible says, Revelation 14, 6. So, they're going to they people will hear it. Okay, this is going to be a global thing. It's going to fly in midair. And, 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 and people will hear the voice of an angel. Verse 8 says, A second angel followed and said, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great which made all the nations drink the maddening wine of her adulteries. Now, this is a mystery to many of you who are watching this right now. Because he said, fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. Now you think, what is that? 
Okay, what is he referring to? Where is this Babylon the Great? Okay, if you want to know, if you want to know, uh, you know, get some hint. Okay, maybe you know, I suggest that you um, follow us. Okay, because we're going to talk about or mention, discuss more about Babylon the Great. Okay, what is this Babylon the Great? Where is this or not? You know, but anyway, we're going to. Uh, Talk about, uh, we're going to elaborate Babylon the Great in the coming uh, episodes, okay? <laughs> okay? In the coming episodes, um, I think that is uh, in uh, maybe 17, 18, you know, somewhere there. You no, know, after the seven plagues, the, the this, this uh, Babylon the Great, the prostitute, that woman will be, uh, will be, you know, God is a God of retribution, so He's gonna receive the punishment, the consequences of of her doing. Okay, so Babylon the Great. So for now, I just want you to know that the second angel is going to declare, "Fallen, fallen is Babylon the Great, which made all nations, all nations, drink the maddening wine of her." adulteries okay so the, but there is uh, the third angel okay a third angel followed them and said in a loud voice listen to this friends this is for believers and for those who do not believe the bible to be the word of god okay this is for you also listen the third angel also announced this in a loud voice. He said, If anyone worships the beast and its image and receives its mark on the forehead or on the right hand, they too will drink the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath. They will be tormented with burning sulfur, in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever. There will be no rest, day or night, for those who worship the beast and its image, or for anyone who receives the mark of its name. Verse 12 says, This calls for patient endurance on the part of the holy people of God who Keep his commands and remain faithful to Jesus. Take note, friends, ladies and gentlemen. This calls for what? Again, patient endurance. Okay? We are called to what? Called to endure patiently. Patient endurance or endure patiently. <laughs> Same thing. Okay? It's just a you know we, we, you can reverse those uh, words, but it this it points it refers to the same thing. So when the Bible says, verse twelve, this calls for what patient endurance, meaning to say, we are called to endure endure what patiently. Okay, let me say that again: endure patiently. So we are called to what to endure patiently. We are not called to fear. We are not called to worry. But can we feel that sometimes? Yes, it can come. Okay, it can visit your heart and you, you feel, 
you know you, you you can't resist you know the spirit of worry or anxiety for a moment but at least at least for a moment because you know that God is greater is in control and nothing escapes his eyes and it has been prophesied already okay it's already written in the book the the, the events that will take place it was already written so just flow with the with the prophecy right so just just remain true to the lord so the word is patient endurance or endure patiently all right so again the three angels sent to preach from the sky is another global wonder a happening uh, the nations will be amazed at it displays god's love it displays god's mercy okay it's, it's like a last call to people to repent and to submit to god and caution us okay and warn people not to worship the beast not to take the mark okay uh, not to take the mark of the beast but you know what why wait for these angels to to come and and and, and deliver uh, preach the gospel and and warn people etc we have time right now friends we are called we are ambassadors of christ so we are the ones who are called who were given the ministry of reconciliation to to appeal to people you know to tell people to be reconciled to god through the lord jesus christ now's the time that's our work okay that's our work don't be a dysfunctional ambassador of christ <laughs> preach the gospel now testify okay use your uh, uh social media account to preach the gospel all right post something about the gospel of christ right there okay so verse 13 says then i heard a voice from heaven say write this blessed are the dead who die in the lord from now on yes this uh, says the spirit they will rest from their labor for their deeds will follow them no, I, I, you know what? First, I thought these were the people who died a natural death, you know, before before the before the tribulation. But take note; it says, "Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on." From now on, meaning to say, it is something. It it's uh, uh, there is a confinement. There is it's it is confined with a time and an event that took place that's why it says blessed are the dead who die in the lord from now on so you we had to look at the preceding uh the precedence okay um and since uh, this this verse this uh, verse 13 had a phrase from now on it is very important to know the preceding event prior to verse 13 which which is a none other than uh, verse 12 which is about those who have been what those who have been martyred for Christ. Also in Revelation 13, okay? So that's why, again, I said the key message for the end-time church, for the end-time believers, is to remain faithful in the face of overwhelming persecution. It is also known as what? Patient endurance. And what do we mean by patient endurance? Let me, let me write it. It means to endure patiently <laughs> okay patient endurance 
I want to read to you again Revelation 13:9 to 10. It says, "Whoever has ears, let him let him hear. If anyone is to go into captivity, into captivity they will go. If anyone is to be killed by the sword, by by the sword they will be killed." So many to say, you, the, "Your life is not in your hands. It's in the hands of the Lord. Whatever He allows, He will allow." But for you, for us believers who are who will be who still. Uh, are alive or you know we don't know who will go through these events but if you will be if you who are listening to me right now you are one of those who will you know experience uh, this this thing this uh, specific prophecy written in Revelation 13 It says, this calls for, verse 10, last part, Revelation 13, verse 10. It says, this calls for patient endurance and faithfulness on the part of God's people. So, I want you to remember this. This is the key message for the end-time believers, end-time church. The key message is the what? Patient endurance. Okay? Again, patient endurance, which means endure to endure patiently so what is patient endurance okay it's a call to remain loyal to the lord jesus christ now again we have a series on loyalty in the bible okay loyalty in the bible uh, uh, we encourage you to watch our series on loyalty in the bible because we we gave a lot of uh, definitions for loyalty according to scriptures okay those definitions were based on scriptures not not just based on the common understanding of loyalty uh in the world oh, it, it's not that but listen it is based on scripture so again we encourage you to watch our loyalty in the bible series so that you will understand what kind of loyalty the lord is expecting his people to uh to bestow uh, to manifest okay to show okay to to um What's the right word for that? Okay, anyway, a call to remain loyal to the Lord Jesus. Number two, a call to persevere like Job, who remained, who maintained his integrity and the fear of the Lord. You know, he he never lost his respect on God, despite the fact that all of this, you know, suffering that that you know the suffering that he went through is something that he felt undeserved you know it, it's something that he does not deserve to to suffer but still he maintained uh his integrity meaning to say he did, he never renounced his faith he did not blame god Never blame God. Now listen to this, friends. I just want to read to you Job 1.22. It says, In all this, Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. Now listen, listen. A lot of Christians today, you know, when they go through trials, they will charge God with wrongdoing. They will say, what kind of God are you? You know, I thought you were a God of love. I thought you, you're a, a God who, who is alive, who hears our prayers. And then where are you? And, you know, things like that. Because they don't understand that trials also have a purpose in our lives. 
Trials will make us stronger. Trials, you know, there's a lot of things about trials. So they just want to receive good things and not bad things. But you see, the bad things will also purify us. It will also train us. And it will also uh, cause us to live a holy life, a life so dependent on God. So without trials, you, you your life, you will be irresponsible. You know, you, you, you need to train through trials, you will be trained to be strong, to be faithful, to be, you know, things like that. To, to, to see the wonders of God, to understand and experience that the promises of God are true. So you trials are inevitable. It's, it's part of our Christian walk. But there are Christians who does not understand and then blame God and charge God with wrongdoing. But look at Job. He says, Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. Take note of that. And Job 2, verse 3, it says, Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is a blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil, and he still maintains his integrity, though you incited me against him to ruin him without reason. Okay? So the point is, Job, maintained his integrity. He was blameless and never blamed God. Okay? Job chapter 2 verse 9. Listen to this. This is about his wife. Okay? This is the wife of Job. His wife said to him, okay, the wife said to Job, Are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die. You see, now this is the wife dictating the husband. Say, hey, curse God and die. Why, why should you serve this God, you know, who is punishing you and, you know, allowing this child to you? So the, the wife said, are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die. And Job replied, Job told his wife, you are taking, talking, you are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? Shall we accept good things from God and not uh, you know, not trials. <laughs> In all this, okay, listen to this. This is the last part of verse 10. Job chapter 2, verse 10. Last part. It says, In all this, Job did not sin in what he said. Okay. Did not sin in what he said. That, that's why the Bible says the law, that, that Job maintained or, uh, his integrity, rem remained. Uh, wait, wait. The Job w remained blameless and upright, uh, and he re he maintained his integrity, and did not curse God. Okay, he did not charge God for a wrongdoing. Okay, although he was confused, he he really didn't understand why he is going through something that he did not deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going through the same thing, friends? You know, don't curse God. Don't blame God. That you have to practice loyalty right now, okay? <laughs> right now. <laughs> it, uh, we need to uh, be trained through our trials how to be loyal to the Word of God. Okay, number three. Uh, 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 number three, patient endurance. Okay, it's a call to wait patiently. <laughs> to call to wait patiently, of course, patient endurance. Okay, a call to wait patiently for the Lord's return. That no matter how 
you are treated, you feel oppressed, uh, persecuted. Remember this. You know, you have to wait patiently for the Lord's return because when He comes back, okay, you can say it's our turn now. Ha, ha, ha. So number four, a call not to not give up the faith. Okay, I always say this to the friends. I encourage them, never, never, never quit. Okay, concerning your faith, concerning uh, our service to the Lord Jesus Christ, concerning our followership, okay, to the Lordship of the of Yeshua HaMashiach, never, never, never quit. That's why Paul said, I have finished my race. I have kept the faith. Okay, he never, you know, that's the battle. Don't give up the faith. Love God, fear God, follow Him, do not blame Him, okay? Uh, number five, last but not the least, it's a call to keep on believing the Word. Call to keep on believing uh, the faithfulness of God, the promises of God. I mean to say, believe in the promises of God forever. Believe God's promises forever. I mean to say, you know, you, you can count on Him. Sometimes it, it, it does not happen right away for a purpose, for whatever reason God has for. But you know that the ending of all of this is victory in the name of Jesus. Okay? So you know the story because if you're a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit in you, then your eyes are open, then end time prophecies are significant, okay? Uh, uh, you understand and um, and uh, you know it's gonna happen, okay? So, verse 14 to verse 20 of Revelation chapter 14 is about the harvest on the earth. So again, when I read to you uh, Luke chapter 21, okay? 27 to 28. Luke chapter 21 verses 27 to 28. Ah, no, 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 I'm sorry. Matthew 24, when I read to you Matthew 24, beginning from verse 29 to verse 31, you see that the, the, after the, the tribulation, the sun will be dark, etc. And then verse 30, the Lord will appear in the sky. Okay. Uh, he will be coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And then verse 31 says, the next thing that will happen is that he will send his angels and will gather his elect. It's going to be a harvest. Okay, the earth will be harvested. The same thing with Revelation 14. We don't have the time to read them. Okay, I just read to you uh, the, the event uh, the, about the three angels. The, they will fly in midair and they're going to make some announcements announcements where uh, peop the people of the earth will will hear okay that's another wonder <laughs> and and for christians for us during the time we understand that uh, for those believers who are left who are still here during the time because you don't know when this thing is going to happen uh, for those of you who are here uh, guys what does the Bible say? This calls for patient endurance to endure patiently. And we just told you and we I encourage you right now to please watch our episode, watch our series on the 
list the loyalty thing what's the, the title a uh, loyalty in the bible series okay watch it it's very important you you, you understand that the, such loyalty were commended because those uh the, the 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 level the characteristics or the traits of of such loyalty were based on scriptures okay those that were commended by by god himself written in scripture so that your that is going to be the basis not your uh, not just your dictionary your encyclopedia but loyalty based on the bible based on scripture so uh so once again uh, before i end uh, pay attention to what is really going on in our world today and let us not slack with our spiritual you know let us not be spiritually inactive but i encourage you to be active you know to 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 preach the gospel okay uh uh again the lord likens or describes uh the beginning of sorrows to a mother that is experiencing birth pains and for for a mother that started to experience uh birth pains there is no going back to normal friends not until the child is born, of course, and after the, the the her the delivery of the child, she will be healed and uh, be back to normal life. That's 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 the routine, you know. I have four children, and so my wife went through through uh, birth pains and then uh, giving birth, <laughs> okay, Ch- delivering the. Each of them, okay. So that means that the pain or the the the, the sorrows uh, that the world is uh, experiencing today will not totally uh, go away. It's gonna be on and off until the birthing process is uh, completed. Okay. So learn from that analogy. I believe uh, the Lord Jesus Christ did not mention that thing that process without a reason okay so if you want to know where uh what's uh, where where's that in scriptures you can read that in john 16:21 ah john 16:21 a woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come this is from the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, But when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish before, because of her joy that a child is born into the world. Verse 22, So with you, now is your time of grief, but, you, but I will see you again, and you will rejoice, and no one will take away your joy. Now, of course, we know that this was uh, uh, mentioned to the disciples, uh, his disciples during the time, but with the same principle, when Jesus appears, or when you will find, when we finally get to meet him, see him coming in the clouds in great power and glory. I tell you. The joy that we'll, we will experience is, whoo, hallelujah. We will forget all the troubles that we experience in this fallen world. And we will rejoice because we know. That's why the Bible says, when you see all these things happening, lift 
up your heads, you know, look to the sky for rede your redemption draweth nigh, draweth near. So friends, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Once again, um, we just want to tell you, can I read uh, to you right now? I just want to challenge because some of you are, are, are convicted right now. You feel, you know, you, 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 you want to know how to be saved, how to be born again, and, but you don't know how. So um, I'm going to read to you Revelation chapter 21 verse 8. Okay. Revelation 21 verse 8. Uh, it says, it says, because I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Okay. So listen to this verse. It says, uh, Revelation 21 8, but as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable. Okay. As for the murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, sulfur, which is what? The second death. Let, that's ESV. Let me read that in uh, King James Version. Uh, King James, King, uh, Revelation 21, 8. It says, uh, it's, oh, no, no, this uh, should be 21, 8. King James, wait, 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 library, Revelation 21, 8, uh, 21:8. Okay, King James Version, Revelation 21, it says, But the fearful, okay, the unbelieving and unbelieving, and the abominable, the murderers and the whoremongers, the sorcerers and the idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So friends, if you are being convicted right now and you feel, and you can feel your heart beating so fast because, you know, uh, this scripture struck you and, and you feel that you are uh, uh, you are um, guilty of this, okay? One of this, okay? The fearful, the unbelieving, abominable, murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters, all liars, okay? If if one of those uh, categories, you, you, you can identify your. You're doing it. You're practicing it. You're, you're guilty of it. You know what? There is still time to repent, to change your mind. Repentance means a change of mind. Okay, it's turning away from sin. It's it's saying, Lord, this is wrong, and I wanna turn from it. Okay, I wanna change, a change of mind. Now, we are all sinners. We cannot save ourselves. That's why Jesus was sent to be the sin offering so that He took our sins. Okay? He became our substitute. What He did in the cross 2,000 years ago is what we call substitutionary death. Instead of us paying for our sins, 
Okay? He took it. He bore our sins and died, nailed it to the cross so that believing on Him, trusting in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, okay, you will receive, you will obtain forgiveness and obtain salvation because the Lord Jesus Christ took our sins, okay, and nailed it to the cross. It's paid already. But you cannot okay, be a benefactor, okay? You cannot uh, receive the benefits of what Jesus Christ paid for, atoned for in the cross 2,000 years ago unless you submit to Him, okay? You have to give your life. You have to commit your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior, okay? Once you have, you are uh, within his jurisdiction, okay, you are, uh, once you belong to Jesus, then you can benefit from the forgiveness that he is offering you right now. But you must acknowledge that all are sinners. It's not about religion, friends. It's not about your religion. Your religion cannot save you. I tell you, there is no scripture. I tell you, you read the Bible from cover to cover. There is no verse that says religion can save you. You can be a member of all the religions in the world and you will not be, still you, will, you won't be saved. You know why? Because religion is all about good works. But those good works will not make you righteous. The only person, the only way that man can, uh, the, can receive righteousness, can be made righteous, is through the Lord Jesus Christ. Because it is only through Jesus that our sins are paid for. Okay? Only Jesus paid our sins. He, he is God and He became man. Okay? He, he, he walked among us to be a full, I mean, a, a, a full man. I mean, 100% man to represent man. But at the same time, He is God. Therefore, He is not bound in time. So what He did in the cross is not bound in time. What He paid for 2,000 years ago is still effective in effect today. Okay? Meaning to say what He did before Okay, the, the, the forgiveness of sins, the, the, the eternal life, okay, the, if, uh, the, the, the result is eternal life, of course, if you receive Him. If you believe in Jesus today, if you acknowledge that you're a sinner, you cannot save yourself, but you want to turn over your life in the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you do that, if you will do that, Okay, if you will, you know, come under His Lordship today, hallelujah, and believe that Jesus rose from the dead on the third day, and that Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, defeated sin and death. One day, even if we die, He will raise us up again because we believe that Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Friends, there is only one who have defeated sin and death. All the others who claim to be Savior, who claim to be the Messiah, who claim to be God, who claim to be somebody, they died and never rose from the dead. There is only one who defeated sin and death. That is our Lord Jesus Christ, or He is called in Israel, Yeshua, Ben Yosef, Jesus, the son of Joseph, 
Now I am now Jesus is a common name. Jesus is a common name. Yeshua is a common name in Israel. There's so many Yeshua in Israel, but we are referring to the Yeshua. Okay? Who died and on the third day rose from the dead. You have to read that in scriptures. You must understand this, friends. This Yeshua is the savior. And the savior said, he told Nicodemus the priest in John chapter 3, you read that John chapter 3 is said, he said, the Savior himself said, you must be born again. If a priest, okay, who, who knows and memorized the law, the Pentateuch, the first five books of Moses, he, he is acquainted, he knows the law, and Jesus said, you must be born again. How much more? with us a commoner i mean we people were gentiles if a jewish person who knows the law jesus told him you must be born again how much more with us friends being born again is not uh you know it's not about joining another religion being born again is the state of being in christ that's it Okay, it is a choice. Okay, it is a choice where you place your life in the hands of the Lord. You realize that you cannot save yourself and that you need a Savior because you are a sinner and because of sin, the penalty of sin is death. And so there is no hope apart from Christ. If you know that and you realize that and you acknowledge that, then you need to acknowledge Jesus as your Lord and Savior because He is your only hope, the only hope. And if you will do that today, I'm going to pray a prayer of salvation or some calls it sinner's prayer. If you want to give your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is your time we give you this opportunity, friends. So we don't want to lose you. Uh, we want that, you know, we, we want to see you in heaven, okay, with God. Hallelujah. And so, let us pray, okay? Pray after me. Say, Father in heaven. I, say, Father in heaven. I pray in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. And by the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe that Jesus died in the cross to pay for my sins and that he rose from the dead on the third day. I confess that I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. Forgive my sins and cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. Today, I entrust my life to Jesus as my personal Lord and only Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So praise the Lord uh, for those of you who sincerely prayed that prayer. Okay, I mean, you prayed that prayer with all your heart. Welcome to the family of God. This is just the beginning. And the Bible says when they believe, uh, they were given the Holy Spirit uh, to live in their hearts, in their, okay, to live in them, in their inner beings. 
uh, as a deposit guaranteeing their salvation. So now uh, the prophecies will be uh, will sound significant to you. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we uh, encourage you to first start to read the Bible. Okay, look for a, a Bible and a version that's easy to understand. And if you may, if you can, spend some time to read the Bible every day, few chapters a day. Start with the Book of John. Okay, because. Uh, the book of John is a mixture of everything that you need. Okay, if you're a farmer, uh, we understand that plants need the basic uh, nutrients, which is the NPK, okay, nitrogen, the phosphorus, and the potassium, and then the second micronutrients, and then the trace elements, okay. But the main thing are the three NPK, okay, so it's like everything is in that book the book of john okay so that is the basic nutrients that i believe every believer okay need to you know to ingest in their spirits so that they can uh, grow and bear fruit spiritually okay so read the book of john uh, familiarize it uh, and also look for a church uh, that is a bible believing church because not all churches uh, steam the Bible as the final authority. Okay, so look for a church, a Bible-believing church near you so that uh, you will have believers who have gone ahead of you. Okay, they can walk alongside you and help you understand some truths, truth, uh, truths and some uh, revelations or some rhema okay, from what you're reading so that uh, they can... Uh, help you uh, chew it okay <laughs> um so that you may mature in the lord okay and barefoot so guys uh, thank you so much i hope you can join us again next week in our next episode that's it for today's episode thank you for joining us keep in touch with us via facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook, where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash MFCDVO. God bless.